Hi everybody. Thank you for joining the Connection Connoisseur today. My name is Brenda Ridgely and I am your host and your connection to everything girlfriend. Today we're going to talk about resilience, what it means, and at the end I'm going to offer five ways to become more resilient during these turbulent times. Stay tuned. Recently, I had an opportunity to talk with a reporter named Savio Clemente. He was doing a piece on how to be resilient during difficult times. He asked me what resilience meant to me and what were some of the characteristics that one might find in someone who is resilient. Well, I truly believe that resilience is the ability to be agile and respond to changing circumstances. You know, when things don't go according to plan, <laughs> what do you do? It's all about your attitude, right? If an unexpected adjustment is necessary, resilience will enable us to maneuver with authenticity. You know, people who are resilient, I think, don't take things personally. You know, they accept that flexibility is going to be required to accomplish any goal, especially when you're working with others. They see the process as kind of a negotiation or a collaboration rather than a competition. They value others' opinions and can communicate with respect, even when they don't see eye to eye. They accept failure as part of the journey of to success. You know, failure after failure, if you just don't give up, you're finally going to have some success, most likely. When things don't go their way or as planned, they remain confident in who they are and where they fit in the situation, in their support system. And I think that has a lot to do with relationships. Um, our resilience, I believe, are, is foundation. one of the foundational things that we need to be resilient is a support system and to feel like we belong somewhere, know where we belong, and know how we fit in. So. Knowing your place in the world and how you fit in will allow you to, when things happen to you, it just becomes a bump along the road rather than a total detour. He asked me, um, he said, courage is often related to resilience. And what was my opinion on how courage is both similar and different to resilience? I shared that one could argue that it takes courage to be resilient because Often it requires a lot of courage to step out of your comfort zone and do something new, right? You know, trying things over and over again and not getting a great result. Well, it takes some courage to keep stepping up to the plate and keep showing up. And people do love their comfort zones. Uh, just like we talked in the last episode, comfort zones uh, are great and comfy and cozy, but they just don't get you anywhere. So people don't want to leave, leave that blanket of safe space. Um, but however, people who are truly resilient have learned to live in a way that's outside of their comfort zone, maybe taking small steps each day, just a little bit, um, kind of a compound effect, doing a little bit extra each day. And therefore, the courage doesn't really come into the equation anymore because they do it on a regular basis and it's become a habit. Another question that Sergio asked was, when I think of resistance, which person comes to mind? 
And I honestly couldn't think of a specific person. I mean, I, th I thought of so many people, I guess I should say, really. I think of the job seeker that goes out day after day and sends resume after resume. And if they hear anything back, oftentimes it's a not qualified, overqualified, whatnot, but they just keep doing it, keep searching for that dream job. Um, what about the, per the, the actor that goes out and pounds the pavement and, and just really gets rejected day after day after day after day until maybe this one big break? Um, government officials, teachers, everybody, these folks are so resilient and have so much courage and so resilient in my mind. I was asked to provide five ways that someone could kind of exercise the muscle and become more resilient. And I truly believe that our relationships and our friendships are quite necessary for our optimal health and well-being. The social connectedness that you have is really your most powerful way to regulate the stresses in your life. You know, again, just knowing where you fit in, how it all works, just that security blanket of, of, of people. And proximity to someone that you know and that you're securely attached to is really the most effective way to calm yourself when you get stressed out. So to be resilient, I suggest that we need to grow and build our friendships and, and deepen our connections on a regular basis with intention. So number one is get out of the house. You're just not going to meet any new people watching Netflix or surfing Facebook. Okay. You got to get out and you got to meet some new people and you have to engage a little bit. And that is out of your comfort zone. I know I understand that, but baby steps, you can do it. Number two, when you are out, challenge yourself to put that phone away. You know, we walk around with that phone in our face all day long, walking down the street, when we're on the bus, when we're in our car, even sometimes when we're in the line at the grocery store, all of these opportunities, you're just, you're just letting connection opportunities just pass you by when you have that phone out in front of your face. First of all, your attention is taken. And second of all, you, you're sending off the message. Don't come up to me cause I'm busy, right? If you want to, to engage people and learn and meet new people, just put that phone away when you're out and about. And when you're in the line for the grocery store, strike up a conversation with someone. Uh, you're likely crossing the same paths throughout the week with the same people who are kind of cross, do, going through their thing. And it's just a natural breeding ground for meeting people and making some connections. So get out there and put that phone away. Number three, sign up for a new class, learn something new, or just expand on something that you already love. Maybe it's an exercise class like Zumba or yoga or Tai Chi. Maybe it is art or music. Um, maybe it's bike riding or doing something or even getting out into the community and just helping out. Find something where that, it, that interests you and go there and just start showing up week after week, at least three times. Um, to establish a pattern because again, we're going out of our comfort zone. The first time might not be that great, but when you go twice and three times, you're going to start seeing some people that you recognize and you can connect with and just again, strike up, strike up a conversation, be the hero in the conversation and be the one to initiate because the other person might be there too, really wanting to get to connect, but is nervous and scared. So be the hero and reach out to them. So again, just keep showing up and you're going to find people that not only are, you know, great people because they're doing the things you love to do, but you have a common interest. So double bonus. Number four, 
Again, open up a conversation with a stranger. This is kind of tough, right? It's kind of scary to get their, ourselves out there. But if we, use, if we go in with a strategy and we use a method called insight and question, it's a conversation starter where you just maybe bring up a topic of interest and then you ask what their opinion is of it. It gives them a chance to speak and be heard. And you know what? We, people don't listen very much anymore. And if you are an attentive listener, it's, gonna, it's, a, it's a fast track to friendship because when someone feels heard and listened to and like you care about what they're saying, they are just gonna have some pretty warm feelings towards you, all right? And don't bring up a topic that's divisive, political, religious, whatever, because we are not looking for debate. We are looking for connection, <laughs> all right? So steer clear of those topics. Lastly, number five, and it kind of goes along with number four. If you want more friends, ask people about themselves and then genuinely listen. Again, people do not listen very much. Most of the time what we're doing when we're having a conversation is we hear something that they say and then we're immediately start thinking as they're talking to us, we're, they're, we're thinking about what are we, how are we gonna respond? What are we gonna say? What in, how can I be interesting in this situation? Don't try to be interesting, be interested. It takes a lot of the pressure off you too as you're going out and, and going out of your comfort zone. Don't work on being interesting, be, be interested. If you will ask a genuine question about them and listen and ask, ask questions about what they're saying or repeat back to them what they've said to let them know that you understand, again, you're going far with them in, in their friendship factor. Uh, you're gonna move up the scale quite quickly. So those are five tips that I have to become more resilient in turbulent times. And you know, if you're out there kind of ex experience turbulent times, I highly recommend that you seek your connections and seek your tribe. We need our tribe to listen to us and be our sounding board and reflect back to us who we are and remind us of how we fit in and remind us that you know maybe we're on the right track maybe we're not they may have some way to help us out out of a situation but it, we don't get there unless we communicate so if you're feeling turbulent in these turbulent times seek your connections and let's work on building them up thanks so much for joining me today for the connection connoisseur um, please push that subscribe button and we'll see you again next week